Kirana Kotoka Tsua for RNC Pacific News. I'm Mima Miley. The Cook Islands' new parliament could have its first sitting next week following the country's general election since months ago. The delay has been due to a clause in the constitution which requires all petition hearings to be completed before parliament sits. Cook Islands party candidate Sonny Williams will remain as the new member of parliament for Titikaweka after the final election petition last Friday. Lives have been on hold for, for us and for the witnesses, for the voters, and of course parliament and government in general. That's certainly a relief. Mr Williams says Parliament could now sit as early as next week. Samoa's Prime Minister says her government is looking at introducing a cost-of-living adjustment for public servants. Fia Mayor Naomi Mata'afa says the proposal is part of the government's commitment to making life easier and affordable for families in Samoa, especially while recovering from COVID. The Samoa Observer reports the PM saying both the public service salary, reclassification and minimum wage issues resurfaced earlier this year during the annual review between government, the private sector and the International Monetary Fund. The Prime Minister says increasing wages boils down to affordability and whether government coffers can sustain a wage increase. French Polynesia's ruling Tapura Huira Atira party has held its Congress as it prepares for next month's territorial elections. About 5,000 attendees were at the meeting in Tahiti, which affirmed the party's commitment to autonomy. The party is yet to release its list of candidates, but has the support of 30 of the 42 mayors. The party leader, Edouard Fritsch, hopes to be re-elected. In the 2018 elections, the Tapura won 38 of the Assembly's 57 seats, thanks to the bonus seats added to the tally of the party which won the most votes. The Australian Prime Minister says the AUKUS submarine pact will help his country build on its long-term relationship with the US and UK. Anthony Albanese is in San Diego, where he will announce the details of the deal. It's expected Australia will acquire up to five American-made Virginia-class boats before building an Australian-made nuclear submarine based on the British design. Mr Albanese says the deal is in the interest of all three countries. Cooperation that we've had is, is really exciting. We see that this is an investment in our capability but at the same time, of course, we're investing in our relationships in the region as well. Japan has begun preparations for its foreign minister to visit the Solomon Islands, Kiribati and the Cook Islands in late March. Reuters reports the visit, expected to take place from March 18 to 22, comes after China signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands last year, prompting concern from the United States and Australia as China seeks to extend its influence in the region. Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi intends to affirm the three island states' cooperation with a free and open Indo-Pacific and is considering suggesting security cooperation as well, the report said. He also plans to assert concerns over the release of treated waters from wrecked Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant later this year, according to the Yumiuri newspaper.
A New Zealand bus driver who was stabbed at the weekend has been released from Auckland City Hospital. It's understood the knife scraped but did not puncture the man's lungs, meaning he avoided invasive surgery. John T. Dine reports. The driver was hospitalised after being stabbed twice in White Swan Road in Mount Roskill at about half past seven on Saturday evening. Auckland Tramway's union president, Gary Frogart, says members face being verbally abused and spat at, and the union is meeting today to consider stop work options. The police minister, Stuart Nash, says the level of crime in the country is concerning, but it's not out of control. A 62-year-old was set to appear in court yesterday, charged with wounding with intent to cause grievous bodily harm. The latest COVID-19 figures in New Zealand show that 11,544 cases reported in the last week and 12 further deaths. Of those cases, 4,717 are reinfections. 190 people were in hospital with the virus as of midnight Sunday, including five in an intensive care unit. Also in New Zealand, Labour could form a government with the support of the Greens and Te Party Māori, according to the latest One News Cancer public poll. But the two main parties are still neck and neck, with just two points separating National and Labour. Here's RZ political reporter Katie Scotcher. Labour has dropped two points to 36%, while the Green Party has seen its support increase by four points to 11%. Te Party Māori is up two points to 3%, meaning the left bloc could form a government with its support. The National Party has dropped three points to 34%, while the ACT Party is up one point to 11 Even with Te Party Māori's support, the right bloc wouldn't be able to form a government. In the preferred Prime Minister stakes, Chris Hipkins is up four points to 27%, while National Leader Christopher Luxon is down five points to 17%. Two New Zealand Grill Masters made it to the final round of the State Cooking World Championships in Texas. Twelve New Zealanders qualified for the competition where cooks are judged on the presentation, taste and texture of their food. One of the finalists, Josh Fanshaw, has a barbecue rub company here in New Zealand and says he's stoked to showcase his ingredients on the world stage. I can make some stuff in New Zealand that is so different from everything else over here and make the final... 90 or 100, it's unbelievable to me. I, I, I'd never thought something that I dreamed up in my kitchen a couple of years ago could make the top top of the world. Another New Zealander competitor, Charlotte Hughes, came 12th in the world in the ancillary competition where cooks tried their hand at also making tacos. The eccentric sci-fi movie Everything Everywhere All at Once has won the Best Film Award at the annual Oscar Ceremony in Hollywood. The BBC's Sophie Long was there. Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress for her portrayal of a Chinese-American mother drowning in taxes, unknowingly destined to save the world in everything, everywhere, all at once, making her the first Asian woman to win the award. Ki Hui Kwan, who played Yeoh's husband in the film, won Best Supporting Actor after a 20-year hiatus due to the lack of roles for Asian men. And Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress, her first Oscar at the age of 64. The film's co-directors, known as the Daniels, won the Best Directing Prize. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for playing a man incapacitated by grief and obesity in The Whale.
There was disappointment, though, for both Elvis and the Banshees of Inner Sharon, which both entered the evening with nine nominations, but ultimately left empty-handed. In a sport, the Black Caps have claimed another thrilling win, beating Sri Lanka by two wickets on the final ball of the weather-affected first cricket test there in Christchurch. Needing 257 runs for victory on the final day, rain reduced the chase to 52 overs, and Kane Williamson scored a century before he and Tao Ender Neil Wagner ran a bye on the last ball to seal the result. His captain Tim Southey says that Williamson is unflappable. He just loves it like he's just a world-class player and, and I think uh, world-class players are able to perform in different conditions and different situations and he's done that for a, his whole career. Um, even when he was young he was, he was the guy that sort of, yeah, you sort of leaned on from a young age. The result puts the hosts 1-0 up in the two-match series and wishing them all the best for that. And that's your news of sports. For more of our headlines and stories, go to rnzi.com.